0: That's
1: me, the mouth of the sound, Jimmy Hart.
0: Hey, check out my new tag team, baby,
1: Monty and the Pharaoh. Hey, Jimmy, don't forget to tell them about Long Island's number no. one pro wrestling broadcast. Well, you know what I would, but you already did it. Oh, shit. Monty and the Pharaoh. With Monty and Pharaoh, the Monty and Pharaoh show. Monty and Pharaoh, bro. Monty and the Pharaoh.
0: Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. The Monty and, the Pharaoh. The Monty and Pharaoh show the Monty and Pharaoh show. Monty and the Pharaoh with Monty and the Pharaoh. 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 Monty and Pharaoh. Monty and Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. And Monty and the Pharaoh. Oh, is it Monty and the Pharaoh? Monty and Pharaoh. The Monty and the Pharaoh show. Monty. And the Pharaoh to the Monty and the Pharaoh show yes. and it's Monty and the Pharaoh baby Monty, Monty and the Pharaoh
1: Monty and the Pharaoh Monty and the Pharaoh oh what a run Monty and the Pharaoh Monty and the Pharaoh hey cut the fucking music when you want the best in professional wrestling Long Island there's only one place you're gonna get it right here Monty and the Pharaoh <laughs> now that's not just the coolest and that's not just the best that, my friends, is just <laughs> incredible.
0: Monty and the Pharaoh. You've got the future Hall of Famer, that rocker, Marty Gennetti, and MJ in the house, and I'm sitting here with two more future Hall of Famers, Monty and the Pharaoh. We're doing that stuff and we're going to rock it.
1: Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. And the Pharaoh. Duh.
2: Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty DeFaro seen only here out of Indie Music TV from Ron Konkoma, Long Island. Show number three in three hours. Yeah. <laughs> still at the board, still kicking, our super producer, Matt. Matt, how are you?
1: Doing great as always.
2: <laughs> so instead of turning to the pharaoh on it, Matt, how'd you like those first two interviews, Tommy Rich and uh, Marty Janetti?
1: I thought they were pretty amusing.
2: Did you learn anything? Amusing. Um, what, like a clown?
1: Well, uh, some people are kind of. Uh,
2: <laughs> you found out that for fifty dollars very... you can get a blowjob. Oh yeah. God, not yeah. that story. Why are you pretty, bringing that Pretty one much
1: up? that you know, huh. you can do uh, interesting things in very interesting places. And you found, out, no Marty, at you all. found
2: out Marty Jannetty spoke to the Grim Reaper during an Atlanta Falcon game. Yeah. That was, so, so a lot of, lot of knowledge That's being cool. dropped on your young mind. Some there. of these
1: wrestlers are like rock stars, huh? are they, a kid? Yeah, it's kind of, kind of freaky. of me into the sponge. Yeah. And
2: right. Tommy Rich, full head of hair still, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> what a lot of we, things going what on. What are we
1: going gonna... uh, to voice. Boisterous. Yeah, very boisterous. Boisterous.
2: Yeah. A lot of energy in that, man. Yeah. To the right is the starter show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, how are you?
1: Back again. Here we are again, round three. Bro, are you worn out or what? I'm pretty shot, but uh, thanks for the Mickey D's. <laughs> that was At
2: great. our age, we shouldn't be eating Mickey Why D's. Why is dude? that? I smoke non Because it's like eating poison. Ugh. And What's
1: How the...
2: excited are we to have oh. WWE superstar, WCW superstar, Barry Horowitz, we'll be getting to. I am very, very excited for that. You were telling me right before this, the uh, three interviews, you said, I am really jacked I up said, for Barry. I
1: said that while we rolled up this, so it feels like this morning, but I think it was this early afternoon. Yeah, right. I says, let me tell you, I says, round three is going to be as good as rounds one and two. I'm pumped. Yeah, it is. It's great, you know? man.
2: Let's have it. We want to thank the band who seems the theme song for Monty and the Faro, Wisteria Hall, oh. lead singer Jimmy Farrell, oh. with oh. his partner Bart Griggs. Coincidence. Wisteria Hall songs are <laughs> In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain, and you can find that music on Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. And the name of our theme song is Riding High. You can catch Riding High video on the Monty Farrow YouTube page, mm. a Monty Farrow Facebook Live page, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Twitch TV, Monty faro page, RTF Sports Network. Soon to be. Soon to be. Access All Sports. Nice. Right? Thursdays from 8 to 9, their anchor show. And then. Monday mornings and a repeat from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. We're also on channel 115 every Tuesday in the. Is that the the evening? Yeah, in the reduced version.
1: Oh, yeah. I thought you were gonna. Yeah, why do you always say because reduced? Because I'm trying to.
2: It's abridged.
1: It's abbreviated. It's it's condensed. Reduced makes it sound like I need to take a pill. All right. so uh, What's wrong with Condensed you? version
2: this, oh, of geez. this show where you will see superstar Barry Horowitz uh, yes. from Tuesday from 8.30 to 9 p.m. In the evening. And if that's not enough uh, of Barry Horowitz, you get to see him on a Saturday morning from 6 oh. a.m. to 6.30. Okay. And still, if that's not enough, you get to catch yeah. him on Channel 20 at 1.30 in the morning yeah. if,
1: if you're partying with Marty Janetti. right? If you're oh. in the morning, you're probably just getting started to party with oh. Marty. Yeah. Yeah, Okay.
2: We'll be back with WCW, WWF Superstar. We are jacked up. Barry Horowitz right after this commercial break. See you in a sec. Jimmy, I got to take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster.
1: (sighs) Well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental. Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. That's right, folks. Canine Corral for all your dog daycare and overnight care. Call 631-549-1544. That's 631-549-1544.
2: You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialist. 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty DeFaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV in Ron Conkerman, New York. And we want to welcome... WWE, or WWF superstar, WCW superstar, our honor Barry Horowitz. Barry, how are you, sir? Good man. Thanks, man. You, Thanks. Thanks. Us,
0: man. Well, you don't you mind calling me Mister Technical, Barry Horowitz, do you? No. Mr. Technical? Would you, should we call you? You that? didn't know that?
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Why are you? Mr. It's in my technical? Wikipedia. It's no. in everything. Wait a minute. Because I'm a technical wrestler. <laughs> there it is. I don't just chop meat, put face paint on, and shake the top rope. Mister Technical. Whoa! A little
2: shot at the front of the Ultimate Warrior. What's the deal with that? You said it. What? I didn't.
0: But. Wow. Are you saying he
2: was one-dimensional? What do we got I'm going to say
0: he was limited. Well,
2: speaking of Jim Helwig, (laughs) uh, (laughs) what kind of relationship did you
0: have with him? Uh, When I first met him, when he was the Dingo Warrior, fresh out of world-class championship wrestling, uh, I guess Kerry Von Erich possibly got him booked there. Um, He was kind. He was polite. uh, He listened. And, um, you know, they they made – They basically made chicken salad out of chicken shit. Okay. And they did him the big push and this, and then certain people he surrounded himself with. And uh, I really don't think he had the passion of a pro wrestler. I don't think it was that. It was was possibly the money and maybe just to produce his comic books as Jim and whatnot. But, excuse me. Um, No, he's a limited worker. And uh, no, I'm not knocking him. If I would say this if he was alive. I'm sorry he's passed. But, um, yeah, he hurt people. And uh, he he should be, you know, a little bit more apologetic and more respectful towards the business. And he wasn't. And he's always miserable. Always. Uh-huh. And, and, and maybe at that time he did look the greatest and stuff. But let me tell you something. There's guys now that smoke him alive body-wise and can outwork him. Right. Because... If he was around now, they'd have him out in two days. If he went to Japan, they'd send him home on the next flight because he can't work, can't wrestle. I mean, you blow up the face paint, you run into the ring, you shake the ropes, clothesline, press. I mean, come on now. Did he grow- People want to be entertained and they want to see wrestling, and in my case, technical wrestling. They enjoy it. They look and they go, this guy's real. He's a pro, he's been trained. He's not chopping meat and kicking and, and wearing shit from Walmart. Did the
1: ego develop over time? You obviously saw him in the early days. Did he have it already, or did it
0: no. morph into? So it, it, it grew I, as the Dingo Warrior, and they changed it. He was fine. Yeah, he was fine. He 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 meant well, and uh, I didn't get hurt by him uh, severely. I've been I've been with some. I've been I wrestled in Japan. I, I've been in the ring with Carl Gotch, okay? I've been in my mentors, the Malinkos. You want to get fucked up, you go see those guys. Mm. Or or uh, go see Brock Lesnar. You'll get your ass fucking stretched in about 30 seconds. And then you'll know where you're at in the, re- in the real world of pro wrestling or MMA. But anyway, getting back to uh, Hellwig, uh, just that was it. And then it built up. Then the gimmick, then the paint, then the people he surrounded himself with. You know, defeating the ego and this and that, and it's just just miserable outbursts in restaurants I've seen that. I don't like that it's it's just it makes pro wrestling look carny. Oh, they're just carnival it doesn't make us look like now when you hear about the rock or or Batista or Hulk Hogan, it's class act mm. see or if it does rim into that into that situation, people accept it better. But when you do it back then, it's just carnival type-like, and it just makes you look like a clown. It's just unprofessional, bottom line.
2: I think that was the time, though, wasn't it? Like, I don't know. Like, that was towards that cartoon superhero. Like, we were kind of transitioning into Mm -hmm. that. So, you know, did you think he just was good for that time?
0: I think he was good for that time. Maybe his look, the paint and what Vince wanted, mm. and, you know, the music, it sounded good, people popped and whatnot, yeah. uh, you could educate your crowds. It's very easy. You could educate them to uh, the style of uh, high-flying AEW style, which I have nothing against, a little bit too much for me. You could educate them towards, I was just, what I see, uh, some old tapes of um, Ring of Honor. These guys, I thought I technical wrestled. It was almost to a point a tad boring. It was almost see, you don't want to do too much technical. You gotta mix the two. That becomes an artist. Was and Brett, that's what I did with me. Was with Brett, myself. Was Bret Hart a great example of mixing the two? Yes. Th- okay. Uh he was a good example. Uh there's a lot of people. I mean, off the top of my head, uh Bret Hart Owen Hart for sure. Thank you. <clears throat> Rest in peace. Yep. Um I'm just trying How about to like Kurt of, Angle. Guy like Kurt Angle. Oh my god. Thank you. But
2: Kurt's you know, Kurt's a real deal. Right.
1: You're, you're you,
0: touching whoa, whoa. Kurt Angle. Kurt
1: Angle. <laughs> okay, hold up.
0: Time out. Time out. I've met the man one time last year. Okay. This is my this is my opinion and my story on Kurt Angle. There's been a lot of amateur wrestlers that trans you know, tried to uh tr- uh transcend into the professional. Myself, it was kind of you just get lost a little bit in in the amateur and the pro, and you got to get it out of you. Bob Backlund, um, the great. Uh, oh, I hate forgetting his name. He's from Minnesota. Brad Rangins. Brad Rangins, thank uh, you. And uh, uh, but uh, boring. He's going to go. Boring. Excuse me, but here's he's gonna the go big boring. one.
1: I agree. Kurt Angle,
0: <laughs> an Olympic gold friggin. Metalist. Broken freaking neck. He's yep. got the promos. Yep. He wins with a broken neck. Yep. The dude looks great. Yep.
2: yep. With
0: the hair, without the hair. Yep. His yep. verbiage, his intelligence. Yep. Back in the day, I don't notice for a fact, I just heard through the locker room, maybe some demons, but he corrected them. He's a friggin' Mm stud-fucking-athlete, and he'll fucking whip your ass, amateur-style, I don't care who you are, in seconds.
1: I think he did that to Lesnar.
0: Well, I didn't want to go there, but (laughs) I've heard that. There is a difference, think about this, common sense, you don't need eight years of college for this, but... (laughs) <laughs> You're a gold medalist in the Olympics and win it with a broken neck yeah. over an NCAA champion, right. AAU champion, big right. army champion. Right. There's no comparison. It's ridiculous. Kurt Angle is the friggin' man. Now, here's the big deal about him his transition was incredible. In one year, he yep. caught on so friggin' quick. Natural. Natural. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It, it, ah the respect for him is just in my and my eyes is just incredible how he transitions i've seen him in some crazy matches with Shane McMahon going through shit i mean shoot style he could do that he can go out there i saw him 2 years ago it's an old match i don't know where it's from tna or impact something he went about 15 minutes with jay lethal and put him over mm-hmm. he's a friggin pro yeah. he put over this guy on on For his retirement match. Nothing against him, but I think Kurt should have went over. That shows, it's not you-don't-give-a-shit attitude. It's not that you don't care. You're a pro. We're in the land of make-believe. Now that kayfabe's broken, I could say that. Mm -hmm. We're in the land of make-believe. Again, if you're worried about your win-loss record, and that you're the tough guy, and you're this, feel free to go in there with Brock or Ken Shamrock, Frank Shamrock. Mm -hmm. They will fuck you up. In 30 seconds, so let me badly.
2: You, let me ask you, this. badly. You, you seem like a purist, so you mentioned AEW. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like guys like Orange Cassidy? Do you feel
0: like they're destroying the business? His uh,
1: hands are in his
0: pockets. I, I know. <laughs> well, I, here's the deal with that. They're unique. Yes. And I thought they'd wait another year to do that. Um, it's unique. You're giving a guy a break. That's actually. He's pulling the wagon. I mean, if he couldn't work, I understand. Okay. okay. He's in shape. He's not hes not mammoth. He's not jacked up. Okay. But other companies wouldn't do it. But let me tell you something. I, I don't know. Maybe I'd have to be paid a lot. I don't know how you stick your hands in the pocket and dive through those ropes, do a planche and a tope without worrying. I hope they catch me. I hope because if they don't, your face will hit that pavement. You could be dead. And he don't stutter a step. So and he's a nice guy. So do
2: you think these younger wrestlers, they're all about these high spots, and they're really putting their lives on the line at this point? Well, And it's not its not really getting the effect they need,
1: right? And how enduring can that be for their character? They're not going to be able to do that when they're 40-something.
0: No, you can't do that. I mean, a good wrestler, I mean, I've seen it with Owen Hart, Brady Boone, a lot of Tiger Mask, a lot of Japanese wrestlers that work their ass off in the ring and do the fancy Lucha Libre style. Eventually... You're going to blow out a knee. Mm. You, you, you have to. You're going to, like me, break my neck. Um, you're, it th- these things are, are going to happen. And um, the high spots, my philosophy, it's real simple. I get in there on the heel. I paint the story that I'm a cowardly heel, but I know how to wrestle. That's where you get the heat. He just doesn't punch and kick, but he does. But all of a sudden, he's doing a northern light suplex, three-quarter grapevine, uh, Oklahoma roll. Why did he poke him in the eyes? Psychology that gets heat. Mm-hmm. Not saying, oh, fuck you and pull the ropes. That's cheap heat. Right. Anybody could get that. You could do that at any side of a bar outside of Philly, Jersey, New York, Florida, anywhere. And do it for free. I mean, that's not a talent. Right. It's stupid. <laughs> so, too many high spots smarten up your fans. I, I just think, and too long. It's choreographed. It's obvious. It's obvious. But a good solid one, one or two, maybe a tad of a a long one. There's the story painted. Work that hold. Go for the pin. Go for the submission. All of a sudden, we're doing submissions. I've been doing them twenty years ago. Right. Submissions. How do you win? Well, you tap out, or you get pinned, or it's a draw match or Broadway. It it does happen. How about a a disqualification
2: every so often? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you got to throw that in there and bring back the Texas death match. Yeah. Right? Bring out mm-hmm. the no lights out match. Mm-hmm. Lights out match. No uh how about the I quit match? Yeah. Texas bull rope match. We can go on and on because people like that. But I think too much of this. You got to settle down and too much outside We're supposed to be in the ring. You Mm -hmm. want to go outside, okay, and you get the cameras, fine. But if you're at a house show, like I said, the only people that see that good spot is ringside. Cheapskates can't see that. Mm -hmm. And they're going like this. And they're pissed. Mm -hmm. They didn't get to see it. Now, if you do it on TV, it's a different story. The cameras are all over the place.
2: Well, that's really a great point, man. I wasn't even thinking about that. You're right. You have to keep it in the ring. You want your fans to be able to That's see a, the action. It's agents. a whistling
1: ring. You're so That's right. where you're
2: at. Oh my
0: God. Wow. How all about
1: right. your take on fifty fifty booking? Back in your in your prime we definitely knew who was who on the card. Now it's fifty fifty all the time. It's getting hard to tell who's who. Any uh, take on the way they do the bookings nowadays in the companies? I really I I don't know how they do it. It it's very it's, much a grey area. Yeah. The for the person you referred to earlier indirectly, who I also agree never should have been allowed to Defeat the great Kurt Angle. Baron Corbin That's is it. is no higher today on the pecking
0: order than he was after that win. How does that do anything for I anyone? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't the know. Writing. The bottom line is, he's getting paid. Mm. Well, and, I'm sure. Well, and <laughs> and you're a mark if you quit. If you, I mean, I've seen guys quit territories. We're gonna put the Southern Tag Team Title on you. You'll make less, but you'll go over. Well, guess what? I want to make more right. and go under. Right.
1: <laughs> <Makes> <laughs> because sense. guess uh, what? Uh,
0: uh, when I'm done with that match, even though I lost, they go, holy shit. He should have won. That was a hell of a match. Just like I watch my Patriots or my Buccaneers, it's the same thing. There's got to be a winner. There's got to be a loser. Not everybody could be Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels. Uh, any su- It can't be. And even those guys lost. But
2: think about you and your career, right? Uh-huh. you WWE guys, all right, grew yeah. up Northeast guys, Definitely. right? We were talking that with Tommy Forty, forty 40 years or so right? watching So you've been around. Life. I want to go back real quick. You mentioned Dingo Warrior. So you wrestled with the Von Ericks in that territory? I,
0: I did not. I wrestled for Global, GWF, okay. at the Dallas Sportatorium. Okay. Which, uh, on a side note, that ring could never move. It was bolted to the floor. And guess what? That ring was like taking bumps in this studio. I was, oh, was going to say. If you noticed, you no didn't gift. see big bumps. I took some hip uh, hip tosses, backdrops. You will not see what you see in AEW on that on that ring. It is friggin' stiff cement with a canvas over it. Brutal. It don't give. It don't give a centimeter. But I
2: uh-huh. guess I want to I want to go back to the point, right? Sure. So you mentioned Dingo, but let's yep. talk about your character. Okay. Right. Your enhancement talent. Mm-hmm. But. As God is standing here, when we say Barry Horowitz, everybody knows who Barry Horowitz is. And I will give you the reason my opinion as a fan, okay? okay we're not sure. in the industry. We're not experts. I'm sure. giving you a fan's perspective. Because you did something very simple. You patted yourself on the back. No one did that type of shit back then. Dude, and the robe with the hands yes. on the back.
1: Oh, the vest, right? Sometimes it was. To me, I remember. You know, maybe I've. Yeah, made it's it a even, vest. sleeveless vest, but it looks so good, though. I mean, it was like there was something flashy about it, and so my point is, like, it, what made like, was it, it Was the WWE
2: okay with that, or did you say, "Hey, I'm just doing this, and I'm going to put myself oh, over it's this so way"? So worked. So can oh you talk? About well, the, that?
0: the deal was, I always portrayed myself as when I started, I am going to be a wrestling heel. What's a wrestling heel? Well, go watch film with Bob Orton Jr. and Don Morocco. Right, that's yes. a, re- hey, that's hey. a wrestling heel hey, at man. its finest. Oh, yeah. Now, I could mention others, but um, they're, they're at the top of my uh, top there. They're at the top uh, of my top. Randy Orton, following his footsteps of his dad, love, maybe man. even more so. Got a great him. look, by the way. Yep. Great heel, great yep. look, great work. Agreed. Never met him. I know his father well. Okay, But, bro, you mentioned Morocco. We, yeah. We, 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 what a beast. Real quick,
2: yep. I want to stay on your character. Oh, we Fan live. out there, Ronnie Roberts asked, why do you feel Vince really never pushed you? You were getting over now. You know you were getting over. You were getting over with us, right? Again, yep. we knew who Barry Horowitz was, yep. and we do remember the matches you won. So Vince is a pretty smart guy, right? Why didn't he give you the push? Good you question, know, Ronnie.
0: I, I've had that asked... Between that and the Hall of Fame over the last couple of years, and I really don't have an answer. I mean, I'll give you my answer, but I always just say, I mean, if some fans say that, you need to go ask Vince. I don't know what to tell you. But forget about the Hall of Fame. As far as pushing me, I don't know. I had no heat. Maybe that was the problem. Showed up on time. Never failed a drug test. Never busted up a bar. Never did anything but my job because I had a passion. Still do. And that was what I wanted to do. Um, I I don't know, and I'm not going to do nothing sexually or illegal, so that ain't going to happen with me. So you take me for how I am. Or was I jacked up enough? I'm in shape, but I wasn't jacked. But let me tell you something. You pushed Danny Davis. <laughs> nothing against Danny because I like pants. him. And a great referee. <laughs> right. Yeah. So sure. I, I, I really, I don't know, but somebody told me, contacted me two months ago. Somebody asked Jim Coronet on his podcast about me. And you know what Jim said? And I never thought of this. All these years, you know, you could teach an old uh, old dog new tricks. And here was one trick that was taught to me. And I'm not trying to put myself over. Sure. But this is what Jim Coronet said, because I listened to it for seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And he says, I know Barry, blah, blah, blah. I know Jim from Crockett Promotion. I worked for him for Smoky Mountain. Okay. I briefed stint in WWF because he was with... Vince and the writers and that goofy Vince Russo. Um, so I didn't get to talk to him like, uh, you know, and I'm game, I'm game time. I get there, I get on the plane, I'm ready, I'm in shoot mode. Mm. And it worked for me. I, I liked it. You don't want to be, like Bob Backlund says, you don't want to be over intense, but you don't want to be under. The mm. trick is to keep it in the middle. And guess what? You got to work hard to keep it in the middle. It's yeah, hard. Sure. But anyway, getting back to... Um, the push, I said, I mean, I guess they saw my matches with Skip, and somebody reported to the agents, and they said, let's try this out. Okay, I'm sorry. Back up the train. We'll we'll go with that. Coronet says. Right. Sorry. Um, he says, Barry was just too good. He showed up on time. He didn't fail no drug tests. He worked his ass off. He was just too good. And they said, why push him? Let's leave him there so he could get over our guys, Bret Hart, Undertaker, and whatnot, and then have a house match. Have this, have that. Because I could go either way. I can get in there with Undertaker and put him over and make him look like Dead Man in two minutes properly. I don't have an ego problem with that. Mm-hmm. The guys that do have an ego problem or they can't work. But at the same time, Hey, Barry, I need you to go in there with uh, WCW uh, in Fort Myers, Florida on live TV with Disco Inferno. We need to get 13 minutes. You're going to see a hell of a fucking match. Right. Because 13, I'm just getting warmed up. And I would get heat for going too long. But the only reason I didn't get in trouble or fired or fined, because I may have went over by five, but it was fucking good. Barry, how old are you right now? I'm 61. 61? 230 pounds 8% Eight percent body fat. Yeah. I'm a fucking machine, bro. You look like you, bro. You look like <laughs> nice. you're getting a ring right now. <laughs> I, rather, want like I want to. I want to. i
2: gonna you, be with me. I'd <laughs> watch you uh, more than that fucking Orange Cassidy. That's for sure. <laughs> hey. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, but we're gonna come back. I'm gonna say, hey Barry. We're gonna ask this question. You what? and I want you to think about it. Hmm? Uh, you you made a career out of being an enhancement child, uh, talent, which is. Important for this industry, super important. Have to have it. Have Crucial. to have it. We'll put get, asses in but, a seat um, if you don't. I Crucial. was never picked on in school, but I want to know when we get back, being enhancement talents, some of the boys treat you like enhancement talents and talent in real life. Hold that. So line. I want you to think about okay, that. Okay, sure. All right. We shall we'll be return. back. Oh, my God.
1: And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. A.P.B. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought
2: to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four letter word. California wine, New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah.
1: Jeff Quest Graphics Design, Custom Vinyl Lettering, and all your art and video needs. 516 317 8204. That's for Jeff Quest Graphic Design.
2: All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Faro scene every Thursday out of Indie Music TV, but this is a Friday and we have Ooh. special guest, Superstar, WWE Superstar, W. W. F. Superstar. I keep on getting in trouble for that, right? Because what? everybody's like, I was WWF. I got to try to yep. stick on that WWF, WWE thing. WWE. But, you know, it's the same thing to us, right?
1: WWWF.
2: Yeah. yeah. WCW superstar, Mr. Barry Horowitz. Barry, thank you again thank for you, being guys. here. Thank you, guys. What an honor to I have you in it. this studio. So before we went to break. Yep. Your enhancement talent, you're yep. helping people get over, you're making their characters. Hmm. Uh, You know, we've had many famous wrestlers, in. I'll use one, for example, Lonnie Poffo. He would tell a story about Randy Savage and how Randy made sure that he thanked people like yourself for putting him over. Were any of the boys treat you less than their equal
0: because you were enhancement talent back in the day? I don't think so, or I didn't catch on, or I didn't give a shit. And if you do, you're a fucking Mark. Anybody that does that... What you just said, or something really ignorant, I call them a mark, and they're a mark for themselves. Okay, I'm Mr. Technical Barry Horowitz, maybe a little bit right here. I get in that squared circle, oh, I'm totally. But, at home with my family, I'm Barry Horowitz. I know how to separate the two. Tom Cruise knows how to do it, DiCaprio knows how to do it. I'm not saying I'm an actor, I'm an athlete, but... I don't think the rock walks around his house and asks his wife what's cooking or smells what's cooking, <laughs> really? okay? You know, there's a, there, there's a He's difference. He's ruining this for me. What do you mean? You know, there's a difference. Don't be a mark for yourself. That yeah, is... Right. Uh, How that, about That's but, friggin' embarrassing. back in the
1: days when you were in the company during your prime, there were guys who I'm finding out after all these years, like the yep. bull, the Bulldogs, for example. Yeah. How rough were they behind the scenes? I, I've heard horror stories about these guys.
0: A lot of ribs. I was always taught... Go with the rib. Don't put it over. You start telling on people and putting it over, it's not good. It mm. don't work for you. You're not being a coward, mm. believe me. And get it. you got to understand the pecking order on that totem pole. Let's say that time I'll never forget in Baltimore Civic Arena when I had to work with the Warrior, and he's going to press slam me. Mm. And I've been press slammed by the best And I'm not a big fan of Lex Luger, but the best press slam in the business, in my eyes. As far as selling for me and working with me, not a problem. Okay, so I'm in the locker room, and there's another one here, but there's a thin wall. And I could hear that fucking warrior burying me. He's been in the business fucking 20 years. He can't get up for a press slam. Okay, jerk off. You're the fucking mark. And you're the strong man, and I helped you. Don't fucking blame it on me. Own it yourself. You couldn't press slam me, okay? I wouldn't do that. I don't do that no matter how much I hate you. I like my job. I like getting paid. I don't, And I'm a pro. I don't do that. Now, I could have went in there and slapped the shit of him or, all, yeah, right. or leg-dived him and took him down. I'm going to have 50 guys on me kicking my fucking head in, and guess what? I'll be fired.
2: Yeah, Vince is going to go oh, yeah. back off my company. Because yeah, I, I sure. will
0: fuck him up.
2: Right. Wow.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I I don't I don't I don't like stuff like that and back in a day, kept my mouth shut, I'm under contract. So are these other guys, but you know, I noticed on these meet and greets as I travel the last couple of years. I'm having guys come up to me, Ronnie Garvin, which I love. Right. And other guys maybe I don't love and all of a sudden you know, you were a great worker, Barry. You were the... Why didn't you say that back then? Back then. Because you're under contract and you're fucking scared and you're worried about your fucking spot mm. on the card. Well, doesn't that
1: rule that rule? Maybe that if
0: you're worried about your spot and you're number five and I'm number one, maybe we should fucking switch places, bro. Mm. Maybe I should be five and you should be jabroni number one. Curtain jerker. Right. Which I got nothing against that, but it infuriates me. And again... You're a fucking mark. You know, for and I'm things- not bitter. I'm not knocking these people. I'm shooting, right? And this is the way it is. And you'll get respect for me because I'm not just gonna be. I'm not just gonna. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm not just gonna go with it. Not not at this age. Not what I've did. No, I'm not doing it. Fuck that. Fuck them.
2: What about the clique? You worked during that time too, right? What was it like working around
0: those guys? You know, maybe I was blind. I never had uh sean is he likes to joke around i know sean a long time uh worked with him in a written no problem he he he's a smart ass but he's changed i guess i don't know uh kevin nash always a smart ass but respectful especially at these meet and greets i mean mm-hmm. he'll come across the building to say hello to me i don't know if he's working me he's a great actor or or what but i, I believe him i really do uh, i don't see sean waltman hardly at all and if it is it's it's Pleasantries are nice. I
2: think as people get older, they start realizing things, right? And you realize what people have done for you. And you look, you know what? Wrestling made Kevin... Look, we talked about Kevin Nash. We were talking about back when Vince recently, the WWE pulled back on some of their players and said, hey, look, you can't be using these third-party medias anymore because you're using our characters. And a couple of these guys stepped up, like Foley or Kevin Nash. I mean, let's be honest. and Look, Kevin Nash would be... Bouncing somewhere, if it wasn't for the WWE, right? He wasn't a great wrestler. They made him. They made him a millionaire. Yeah. I mean, where's the loyalty to the people that brought you to that? He's level? pretty cool in movies too. Like what?
0: I just liked some of his the- like Punisher. Like I liked it. <laughs> but I'm a big fan of that, that shit. character. And, and I liked what he did in The Longest Yard. It was hilarious. Longest Yard's a very good movie. You You're some, right. Some of You're that right. shit's for real. He's funny. He's a hilarious guy. Absolutely. And Absolutely. he's a legit seven-footer in you, stocking feet. But let's be serious
1: on a technical level, and I have nothing but respect for him.: That's tec- technically speaking. Yeah, technically okay. speaking, Kevin Nash was no more talented than Ultimate Warrior in the ring. Oh, no, no, Am no. Am I being rough? Yeah.
0: Am I really? Kev- Kevin. Where's his flying drop kicks? I know. (laughs) What are we talking about here? Kevin, he's the innovator of that elbow in the corner. Oh come on! He's the first one to do it. Okay, but the Bigfoot, the the the, 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 yeah no, the the Jackknife. No wait, come on now.
1: There's nobody
0: (laughs) that limited except the Ultimate Warrior. Wow. Even the Renegade was better. Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, had a album, I was holy, totally. and <laughs> I apparently f- I caught
1: the fish. Okay. Oh my God. Wow. Sorry. Right. I'm, so, I'm just yeah. interested in how you would rank those <laughs> two. Yeah. The Renegade. How about how about? Okay. Since we, I'm, I'm just curious. How about Yokozuna? Technically. What about him? Where do you put him? We just
0: talked about all the other big guys. We're not the most mobile. Where? where well, do you put a guy like Yokozuna. I think he was first Kokina. And he's Samoan, which he is. Um, the gimmick got over is pretty cool. He's a nice guy, Rodney, and safe I thr- to work with in the ring. Uh, yeah, nice because nice. I worked with him. Believe me, that finish in the corner, <laughs> I was man. nervous oh. because I'm going to tell you why I was oh, nervous. Oh, oh. Because <laughs> I'm going, what if he slips or has a heart attack? This oh, is man. like it'll crush me and kill me.
2: Oh man. That's a really good point.
0: I, I'm being—I'm not being scared. I'm being—I'm being truthful. Yeah. Now I'll take a—a belly. I've taken a belly to belly off the top from Rick Steiner. I got no problem with that. But that thing in the corner, or earthquake, hitting the ropes, and and, and you just don't know. You don't know. Did
2: you ever get involved in any of the stuff that was going on there? Because so we we're talking about the Click, right? And I was yeah. thinking about you—you you had a good relationship with Chris Candido.
0: Oh, that flawless. That's no bullshit. Flawless. You How know why? You? He's almost like me looking in the mirror as far as personality. Right. No problem. No ego. I felt bad for him with his uh, his his situation well, with the girl. Well, that you know. As far as a you, you technical knew that would... worker and training in the gym, plus he got, I think he followed some wrong people with demons and mm. i think that was his demise Were you, that's were a you good friends with
2: candido though i'm sorry were you good friends with candido or
0: i was close with him in the locker room and since we did that thing we got close i met him in smoky mountain right <clears throat> excuse me and um i've always liked him i liked his work he was that that heel the blonde hair with the black trunks yeah. mm-hmm. and he was a heel a good heel he was really a wrestling good. heel yeah so I got to respect that. But
2: yeah. So you don't seem like a shy guy, right? So my point is you brought up Sonny and what she was doing behind his back in the WWE. Did you, didn't you feel like stepping up to candido and be like,
0: bro, what are you doing here? Okay. I didn't know any of that until towards the end of my career. That's none of my business. Okay. No. And, and I like, he's not my brother or cousin. Right. And let's say I do it and it's wrong. It makes Barry Horowitz look like a piece of shit. Right. I'm not doing that. Gotcha. Um, I mean, if somebody's coming at him to glom him or beat him up, I'll, I'll be there or I'll try to help him out, but that's none of my business. And I really didn't know the severity and the detail of that story until later, and I heard it from reliable sources, and it's not good. Mm.
2: No, it's not. It's and It's a
0: shame. He's really a good
1: guy. You know, a lot of our listeners may not know this, but they should. You know, in your early days, before you were with Vince... You're the NWA Florida heavyweight champion. You beat Mike
0: Graham. In his hometown. I, I, th- There's another pro. Th- th- There's you? a pro. He's the he's co-owner. His dad owns the friggin' thing for 50 years. He's did everything. Powerlifting. He's he's the pride of Tampa. He's the ultimate babyface. Seriously, ultimate baby face. Yeah, ultimate mm-hmm. baby face. Mm-hmm. The man has so much patience. I've learned so much shit from him. He led me unbelievable. Mike Graham is a friggin' legend icon, and shouldn't be disrespected. Um, he puts me over in the Spartan Sports Center because the Fort Hesley Armory was closed down in the middle <clears throat> for the Florida heavyweight title. I mean, I didn't know it that night. I did not know it. Hmm. I was clued in like, I'm going, okay, I'm beating Coco Samoa. Okay, Hector Guerrero. Uh, wait a minute. I'm in the main event? Let me tell you something. I had so much friggin' heat. Percy Pringle was my manager. I wear contacts. When I walked out of that ring, somebody threw tobacco juice Ooh, in my face. Oh, wow. You, you can get away with it, Dent. Oh, guess what? I had to go in the shower with my boots on to get the leaves off my lens geez. of my contacts. Oh, my God. But guess what? I ain't bitching or moaning. That's my fucking job. I want the heat, and I got it. I got it with wrestling, not this, right. or or a loaded uh, thumb to the eye or a uh, tire buddy on the pole match, some kind of bullshit crowbar or something. I got it with heat and wrestling. Mm.
1: How easy was it for you to, since these were your beginnings and you Florida Heavyweight Champion, how easy was it for you to adjust to when the WWF wanted you to be enhancement talent? Was mm-hmm. this cool to you, or were you like, what well, the...
0: Good question. I, I From there, I drop the Florida title, and I go to Jarrett Promotions. Okay. By the way, Jerry Jarrett is in my top five as far as uh, wrestling promoter being kind and okay. truthful. People, Other people may have uh, stories about him. I'm sorry. He's treated me well. I like him. Uh, so did Otto Wants. Mm. Unbelievable. Incredible. But um, getting back to... Um, Jerry Jarrett, I was there. And I was there only six or seven months. And he put the Southern Tag Team titles on me. On us, me and Chick Donovan. We beat Chick Donovan. Yeah, oh. I remember, we I remember beat that. Rocky Johnson, which mm. I love. <laughs> and Soul Train Jones, aka Virgil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No sells my finish, by the way. Uh. He thinks that's cool. Wow. Again. He thought that was cool? Yeah. That, that sounds like for See, that <laughs> and the one uh, no-sold my loaded glove in the Spartan Sports Center, uh, Tiger Conway Jr. Ooh. jumps right up for him after I beat him. Wahoo McDaniels, the booker, as soon as you got in the locker room, you were fucking fired. Really? That's the way you do it. And guess what he did? Edited the match, shows me blast him in the face, and pins him. Don't show him no-selling it for about four weeks. Wow. That's the way you do business. Everybody should be broken in in Japan. Everybody should be broken in in all Japan, especially, because I love all Japan, by Giant Baba. And then you'll learn to respect the business, like the young boys that that have to sit there from 1 o'clock in the afternoon to 11 o'clock at night in these red shorts. They can't take a shower. They have to wash Baba down. they got to pay their fucking dues. That's how you become—and guess what? Most of them— are great workers to this day, mm. all by respecting the business. Wash Baba down. He was yeah. like seven foot hey, something. Hey, that's like four hey, feet. So wait, wait, wait a, I a minute. minute. I was, oh, I was oh, yeah. like of guys like in red shorts washing Baba. i the They wore stuff. red what? shorts, and that's their uniform. Red shorts, red T-shirts. They're the young boys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Then when they go and wrestle, yes. they put on their tights, and then no shower, wipe off, put that on, stay out the ring, clean up the ring, bring down the ring. Gotcha. I go in the shower... It's my first week. No, wait a minute. Yeah, I was there. My first tour, three weeks, four you weeks. You felt the mop going. Down. I go yeah. into the shower and I'm going. What? The? And Bob is standing there. Oh god. And he's 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 a tall guy. Yeah. yeah. And he don't talk much. And he knows me, and I know him. And this guy's like washing his back, and it and I'm I'm like I'm, I'm going, getting worried. I'm going i got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, 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 i go. I don't know what. Okay, that was the quickest shower I've ever taken in my lifetime. <laughs> okay, I'm clean. Yep, I'm quick. <laughs> I, got... I
1: mean.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Did Pat Patterson ever ask you Stop! wash him down in the shower? No,
0: no. Actually, no, I've got along with Pat Patterson really? fine. He explained my um my angle with Skip to me. He, he, he laid down the rule. I don't know how this is going to go. If it goes good, well, it did go good, and I got a year out of it. Yeah, sure. I was the captain of my Survivor Series team. I went to WrestleMania. I, I went to in-your-house matches, Royal Rumbles. Uh, the biggest thing, and it wasn't included in that, was taking Terry Funk's place as the Red Knight.
2: Yeah, right. that's right.
0: right. What a Wow, I'm honored. I'm taking Terry Funk's place? Right. Are you shitting me in right. the main event in Boston Gardens against the Hart Foundation's family? Thank you. Thank you.
2: What was Barry Horowitz's best payday as a wrestler for the year?
0: I won't say it.
2: Not payday, pay year.
0: Pay year? Yeah. Probably my first year or two there uh was really well cuz remember now, I was on a lot of you got the A show to B show. Yeah. I was on a lot of Hulk Hogan shows and grateful. Oh, yeah. you're on that show. It's sold out. So, if you're on the B show, Rick Rude may be on top. It's good, right? But it's right. not great. Not so you got that, up. and then double shot weekend. Vince would rent out um, two, um, not Cess, not what am I thinking? Uh, Lear jets, two of them. Heels and baby faces. You do a show at twelve, and you do another one at seven. Yeah. Hop on that Lear jet. Food's waiting on you. Only fits a few people on there. I was on there with Ron Bass one time and Hulk Hogan and, uh, yeah, and fly to the next town. And he'd only do it a couple times a year. I mean, that's four paydays in two days. But it's brutal because the way I wrestle. I mean, I'm wrestling, I'm wrestling Saturday and Sunday maybe Owen Hart four times. Right. And we could keep the match the same because we're in a different state. Mm-hmm. if you're a hundred miles away, you need to change that match up and the finish, okay, but you know you got to work your ass off and and I did and yeah, but I knew what I had to do when I'm done with that match, supplement my ass off I mean I went to I went to FSU for wrestling and sports nutrition right. so I know what to do. I got to get in that hotel room, no strip bars, no alcohol. I don't do that, and that's what kept me. In the middle lane and the right lane, not in the Rockstar lane, the left lane, because the left lane will do a couple things. It'll aid you, put you in a wheelchair, you'll kill yourself, or you'll just die from something. Did you hit mm-hmm. the gas ever? Never. If I did, if I did now, I'd be 250. I'm 230 now. But that had to
2: be hard back then, right? Because everybody now, was gassing, I was, right? I was,
0: scared, I was scared of it. It's illegal. I was afraid. And I just didn't. I didn't want to do it. I just said... Listen, I went to school for this training and eating. This is what you're getting out of me. You need to take me for, I don't look like a piece of shit, and I'm not a buck 80, and I don't have Walmart uh, gear on. It's custom. Take me for my talent. That's what Otto wants. Did with me. Do you know he contacted me three times to come to Graz, and I said I can't because I'm under contract. He tried one more time, and I wasn't. And what does he do for me? (sighs) He brings me in. You're going to beat Franz Schumann for the belt. The guy hasn't been beaten in years. Wow. Barry Horowitz is just a, he knows this guy is a technical, I'm nobody's son, no favors done, nothing. And I beat him with a Nokis finish, the octopus, in the middle, in a hockey arena. It, it sounded like this. Those people couldn't believe Shut it. Wow. They didn't know what happened. They were, what just friggin' happened? I mean, it was it was unbelievable. And then the, the deal was come back in three weeks or four weeks and drop the belt. And uh, and I did. I forgot what happened with that. Or or was it? I forgot the finishes with the octopus. Or uh, stop it because of blood. Um, because of I hit the hockey plexiglass, I'm not sure I got that confused. But press conference drives me to the airport. Here's some extra money. Buy some Cadaver chocolate. Buy this. Buy it. It just treated me like unbelievable. And I won't mention names because I don't feel like it. Sometimes I like burying somebody, but I won't do. I just don't feel like it right now. But I'm in there getting my payday, and I walk in, and there's these two other main eventers for Vince that are sitting there. And I figured, i oh, will just wait my turn. And they go to get up, and they go, sit down, Barry's next. Motherfucking right I was next. I was the main event, bitch. Mm. That didn't right.
1: feel
0: good. It did feel good. That had to feel well, good. I couldn't, but I thought it was a joke or a work. I'm right. going, holy shit, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say a word.
2: Let's go back. So you, you worked under many heavyweight champions in the WWE. So you mentioned Hogan, card, big money work with Hogan. How about, we mentioned Kevin Nash. Yeah. How was it working the A card with Kevin Nash? It was good. And there was a draw from Kevin I Nash? I think so.
0: Hell yeah. People, yeah. they love Big Daddy Cooler, to, uh, Diesel, and... T- hell yeah. Does he Who, deserve
1: the rep he gets? Because he gets killed as, as far as during his run, they said that business was at its probably worst. Probably the worst. worst Are you serious? I think that's, yeah, that's an that's unfair label yeah. for Nash. Uh, you know Fred. better than we do, so... I don't know about that. Were you, were you, you were seeing Full House? Well, let me ask you this. I think... what,
2: what heavyweight champion would you rather have been on the B card with that that was a champion at the time you were there? Because you went through a bunch of champions, right? You had Hogan.
1: Yep. How about Warrior? I know you can't take him as a person, but what about his drawing powers champ? Did you notice a, uh, a suffering of any kind? Because he gets a bad rap, too, that his run was nothing like Hogan's.
0: No, or... it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't and for him by the way So
1: you did see an, a hurt attendance
0: with, 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 yeah. with Warrior. Okay. I saw something and I'm not a big fan or Mark for this, but I saw him on an interview mm-hmm. on YouTube two months ago. Okay. In his basement or in some kind of weird ass room in his house. I don't know. And he's like spitting and getting pissed about Hogan and knocking him. Mm. Right mm. there. How dare you? Mm. He's fu- you don't know a wrist lock from a wristwatch, bitch. Mm. You're downing Hulk Hogan? Okay, he's limited. But he was in the Rocky Three. the look, the promos, the time. I don't care. I don't care. And he don't act like a goofball. I've seen him at 6 in the morning in, in, in Atlanta Airport signing autographs. He's tired as shit. I've never seen him diss anybody. And I'm being honest. He's always treated me with respect. I'll never forget we were in... um. Birmingham, Alabama, he's on top with Dead DiBiase. I'm first or second match with White Lightning, Tim Horner, which I love wrestling Tim him. Warner, By the way, him, Brad Armstrong, Scott Armstrong, Stevie Armstrong, Bullet, they're fucking machines. They're great. They're great.
2: How come Brad Armstrong never got it? I mean, I know you're going into something else, but how come Brad never made it?
0: I think he did. Yeah. Uh, they put him in there with flair. They, they've they always built him up. Um, I don't know. I, I thought he got a good... I thought he did. Oh, yeah, he did Knights good, Bush, but, but he never like... went to Vince or anything. Then he did that Arachna Man, which yeah. was kind of cool. Right. But, well, oh, Brad is... He's a supreme wrestling yeah, machine. He was. Baby, yeah. Good baby face. I love I, wrestling I, a good... And getting back to Tim Horner, Hogan comes up to us after the match, and he says, hey, great match, guys. He says... You know, I'm a gimmick. He says, you do all the work out there. Yeah, I, I didn't know what to say. I said, thanks, and which I we did. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're high spotting our ass off. and we're, I said, thanks. Thanks, Hulk, you know, and stuff. And I loved being on his cards. I mean, it was great. Uh, Road
2: Warrior Animal just passed. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, share any thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I, I can't get over that. Um, when I first met Joe Laurinaitis and Hawk, I instantly loved Hawk. He's a Minnesota guy, which I really didn't know Joe was from Philly. I thought he was a Minnesotian. Mm. Your true Minnesotians never leave Minnesota. But they're gradually doing that. Uh, Hawk, I think, did leave for Florida. Uh, uh, I don't think Kurt Kurt Henning would ever leave Minnesota. Um, But something about Joe, like... I'm king shit on Turd Island. I'm the fucking deal. And it just felt like it. But he was never mean to me. I just felt it. But Mike, I felt, I don't know. I just felt more um, accepted or respected. That's the word. And then Joe got off the gas. And I seen him at some meet and greets, and especially in Allentown six months ago. Unbelievable. His booth was right next to mine it's not like he had nobody to talk to. We were just talking, and he's just really pleasant. Mm-hmm. I asked him about that thing because I knew it was him. I'm, I'm pretty good at recognizing people. I said, you did that friggin' glue commercial. That was you. He says, yes, it was. I said, what did they do? He says, they didn't let me wear the paint, and I shaved my head, and he's not as big, but I knew it was Joe Laurinaitis. It was a sweet deal. I mean, it took him five hours. They flew him to Columbus, Ohio. Got a great payday. No bumps, and he was just really sincerely nice, and he looked good, too, Oh yeah, and I'm shocked. I I don't know what happened. The only thing I don't know, I don't know from years before, you know, you buy a new car, and you spin the tires, and you spin them, and you spin them, they eventually wear out, but let's say you stop spinning them, but they're still wearing, and then they go flat. Mm -hmm. You see where I'm coming from? Yeah, I do. That's the only thing I could contribute that to um i never heard anything bad you
2: went to school for nutrition right yes in your mind if someone just takes the gas and lives other healthy like eats right doesn't do drugs do you think the gas is bad for you or do you think it is bad for you period regardless what your lifestyle is a little
0: bit of both like the way stallone does it i don't notice personally but i'm looking at the guy i've listened to his pep talks he's a master he eats right he's got a chef I'm sure, I don't notice for a fact, this is allegedly, he probably gets administered by a a special doctor. His liver enzymes are checked. He doesn't stay on it forever. He does it right. Um, And he takes care of himself. He knows what he's doing. And there's a lot of other guys, too, in in, uh, The Rock. Holy shit. I mean, he does things... Incredible, his look, he can get ripped, he can get thick. He can can do it all. He's got great genetics, too, and genes. Mm -hmm. His father was awesome, Rocky Johnson. Funny as shit. I like Rocky. Dude knew how to save money, Rocky Johnson. Oh, my God. But he was cool, and he could do that shuffle. Accordingly, I I think he sparred with uh, George Foreman Mm -hmm. back in the day. So, Yeah. um, yeah, and then you got the other side of the coin, where it is bad for you and think about it like my doctor i had a checkup last week he says when you take growth hormone or or um synthetic test or whatever first of all it shuts everything down but second of all everything else grows you don't need the heart to grow any more than it is right. or it'll blow yeah it's a great point that's i'm just going by i'm going by it's a muscle sa- right I, so yeah it's, it's a mu- exactly. exactly that's what he said Th- i'm yeah. going by statistics
2: all right, we're almost out of time. I just want to name We a- are? Yeah. That I was I just got I started. I know, bro. About? This has been incredible. It's like one of my matches. It's You're incredible. telling me to go
1: home? We need time enhancement. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're
2: going to name a few wrestlers. Give us your thoughts. Ooh, And okay. then, um, yeah, so Farrell hit you with a few wrestlers, and I'll hit you with the final wrestler. We're
1: throwing the – just out of the – okay, fine. Frankie Williams.
0: <laughs> I like Frankie. Yes. He was hilarious. Yes. I mean, he could have looked better. Um, but he could have looked better. Well, he well, looked. It's really I, hard I, I, to argue that. I like uh, Frankie. I, 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 very... I like <laughs> Frankie. That, that was my when I was 21 and working for Vince Senior. Okay. W W W F. That's right. Yeah. And Vince was the announcer, and yes. Bob Backlund was champ. Yes. Yes. And Iron Mike Sharp was beating the shit out of people. Oh, yep. And Frank Williams was trying to explain that he tried his hardest. <laughs> I like Frankie. I did. There you was, go. He was very nice to me. There was never, you know,
1: your nothing. thoughts on also, you know, because reason why you're one of the, in my mind you're one of the greatest talent enhancement guys that they ever had. Thank How you. How about a guy like Frank Williams? Should, should should there be a spot in the Hall of Fame for ta- for this this ro- this very special important
0: role in pro wrestling? Frankie Williams. Yeah. Well, the reason I can't give a justified answer Ugh. is because I was twenty one. I was there a year or so. I didn't see all of his matches. How about Johnny Rods? Oh, that's He's a different story. Same, bro. No, wait a but, minute. No, wait, no, I understand that he Doesn't he open the event. door, though? I that's, mean, a that's a friggin' Hall of Famer. Of course he is. I've so much on the road and respect and different entailed things in the ring from him and Jose Estrada I just, and I Matt want and him Rivera a lot. I now, as far in. as if we're building a house... My friggin' foundation and first bedroom was built by the great Malenko, Mm -hmm. bar none. Right, he's the fucking man.
2: Right,
0: he's the best, and so is the sons. Wow, you fuck with them, they'll fucking drive you into the ground. They're hookers and shooters. They're Carl Gotch material. You don't want to fuck with people like that. The core of your
1: training is it not? Excuse me. The Malenkos is the core of your training. That is the
0: core. Now to get polished. You hit the road with Jay Youngblood, Rick Steamboat, Mm. Johnny Weaver, Boogie Mm. Woogie Man Valiant, Rufus R. Jones, uh, uh, Bugsy McGraw, all of this, Ric Flair, Bob Orton Jr. Shut your mouth, sit in the backseat, absorb, and listen to what they say. If they rib you, they rib you. Don't be a plus. Mm. Come on now. Got some names? Gene Anderson. (laughs) I got stretched by him so many times. Paying my dues, brother. Paying them. Didn't hurt me. Didn't break my leg.
1: Oli, Oli a nice guy? Because we hear 9 out of 10 people do not prefer okay. Oli. Okay, <laughs> I worked
0: for Oli, but see, here's the deal with Oli. If you're a Steiner, oh, if you're okay. a Bret Hart, if you're an Owen Hart, if you're a Barry Horowitz, if you're a Tim Horner, if you're an Armstrong, okay. you're a wrestler, you're in.
1: Yeah. If you're okay. a gimmick, yeah.
0: you're out. Yeah. Oh.
2: Hence why he got knocked out of the box, right?
0: Probably. I didn't know that. I don't. Sometimes I just don't know to the behind-the-scenes or care or I don't know what to believe. But here's
2: the thing. You, if what you look, we're talking about wrestling today, right? Yep. Whatever they're doing today is not working. It's Ew. clear it's an issue. Yeah. I actually think the writing has gotten much better, and I, I'm actually enjoying it. My partner does not. <laughs> no. But my point is, it's not working. You're looking, you had 10 million viewers 20 years ago. You probably got about 2 million wrestling fans watching wrestling. I don't know. Yeah, it's right I don't keep up with that. I tell you you what I do
0: keep up with, if you don't mind me just saying this. Because you got me on a roll here. What I don't get, you just tell me. Maybe I'm dead ass wrong. Maybe I'm a mark for myself. I don't know. Think about what I'm about to say to you. Mm -hmm. And this is all shoot. Yep. I live 45 minutes to an hour from the Performance Center, the PC, Mm -hmm. in Orlando. It's a training ground. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, you got different coaches in there. You got a head coach. Okay, Uh, I think Shawn Michaels is there, Norman Smiley, which I know Mm -hmm. he used to come around the ring when I was the Florida champion. Okay, some of these guys need to be trained, and they're trainers. I'm not knocking them, but why would you not bring in Barry Horowitz? You bring in, I don't know, some of these guys, they never worked for Vince. Again, they don't know a wrist lock from a wrist watch. They were on his TV for six months. They're somebody's friend. They're Triple H's friend. Maybe I got heat with them, but, wow, didn't I put you over your first match when you came from WCW right in the middle and and continued that? Yeah, I think I did. Okay. Anyway, so I built your guys. Granted, I was paid, and that's my job. But I see you do favors for different people. And, of course, if you did something really wrong and you need to be fired or something something bad where it gets out in the press, you got to squash that. You know, just like he had to change his name to WWE, you got to do it. You have to break kayfabe. You had to. So let me get this right. Okay, let's just try Barry out, which is kind of disrespectful. I didn't know I needed to try out. I, I thought everybody knew my resume. If you need to know it, ask me. Maybe go online and look at it, mm. okay? So, we've seen his matches. We know what he could... Why wouldn't we try him? Okay, we'll do him two two days a week. with they pay? I could live the rest of my life. No problem. I don't live above my means. I don't live that rock star life. I don't need to. I don't need to buy a $5 million house when I could buy a $500,000 house. Because you don't know when your last match or your last payday is. This is in any rem. So... I don't understand that, and the disrespectfulness, and I'm going. Why don't you just say I'm a piece of shit or I got heat? You can't, cause I don't. So, how about when I'm watching the NFL and I'm watching my Patriots or the Buccaneers, or Brett Favre or Dan Marino, any of these people? Hey, we hired this new offensive coordinator. Uh, it's 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 Tommy Joe. Who the fuck is he? Well, he used to be uh, the quarterback's coach for the Browns. Well, he's turned around the Patriots. He's a fucking winner. It's the same thing. I think I could do well for that company. I'm not saying I'm going to turn it and flip it, but I think I could add to the potion, to the mixture, to the recipe. Why not try me? Why not see my ideas? Because, right now, not everybody, my biggest thing is you don't know how to lock up Take a headlock or take a tackle. I haven't seen anybody pass my test the way I was taught. There is a 1% on it at. If I took 10 guys, 9 fail. Mm. They weren't taught right. Is it my way? Maybe it is my way. But that's the way I was taught by Malenko. And there's other things that I picked up from Steamboat or Mike Rotundo or somebody of this nature, Dean Malenko, Jody Malenko, somebody, Carl Gotch. Mm. Um, I don't get it. So let me get this right. Okay. I'm a certified sports nutritionist, personal trainer, wrestled for over 10 years, amateur, over 30 years, professional. My look, what I'm about, and I'm fucking sitting on the couch in Florida. Why, some fucking Jamoke doesn't know an arm bar from a top wrist lock from a Kimura, and he's getting paid six figures? Fuck you. Mm. That's bullshit. Am I mad? Yes, I am mad. Now, am I greedy? Okay, yeah, if I didn't look like I did, if I didn't train, if they never pushed me, if I didn't do any of that, you're bitter, Barry. You don't like Vince. It's none of that. I have nothing against Vince. He's a moneymaker. He's a billionaire. I want to know why I can't have a piece of that fucking money. Why can't I have a piece of that pie? Why? Why aren't I entitled? I think I deserve it. I'm legitimately bitching. There's a difference between that and fucking whining like a crybaby.
1: And I did what is-
0: you told me. Whatever. I fucking broke my neck doing that fucking pile driver video when you cut a hole in the ring on plexiglass about 10 takes. That's finally fucking neck gave out. I was out 11 months and barely got paid. Have you tried to
1: contact WWE in recent
0: I have, but I'm not contacting the right people. Because okay. believe me, some people aren't getting it there. Or let's just say I talked to somebody in that training center. He ain't taking my spot. I ain't telling Triple H nothing. Right. I ain't telling Vince. I ain't telling Stephanie. Right. I ain't telling nobody. Right. Uh, Barry who? You know what I did? I'm gonna, This is a shoot. Not, I've never told this before. And I've did this before, and it's worked for me. You're not going to answer me? I got up early that morning. I got in my car and drove there. Mm -hmm. I found out where the cafe building was. It's all a fortress. I parked my car in employee parking. I walked there looking good. I wanted to. I got there too late. Training was over. I got there about three. Mm. I bang Uh, on the door. It says WWE. They got some kind of fucking sensor out of uh, Mission Impossible. (laughs) I'm serious. It's weird. (laughs) So they wouldn't answer me. Oh, hey, I drove an hour. You're going to answer me. I, I you know who I am. Right. All of a sudden, top man of security comes around. Black shirt, black pants. Could I help you, sir? Yeah. I said, I, is uh, is Terry uh, is Terry uh, Taylor around, or Matt Bloom, or anybody's in charge? My name is Barry. Here's my business card. Blah blah blah. I said I can't get you on the phone. And you know what? I want a job. If this is how I have to do it, I've did it before. I'm not begging, but you need to see me. Right. Mm-hmm. And, wow, I re- I took off my sunglasses, my hat, oh, I remember you, and I remember you from Florida, and I remember you at the sundome, and all, okay, could you give this card to Terry Taylor, please, well, I don't think the card got through, or Terry was lying or bullshitting me, I don't know what happened, but right there, I'm a go-getter, I'm not being a mark, I didn't bang on the doors, or try to burn the place down, or hang out for Sean, and, hey, hey, can I get a job, I don't need to do that, okay, so dis- They should forget Mr. So- Technical. It should be Mr. Disrespected. Well, you broke your neck. Mm-hmm. I got a nice scar back there if you want to look at it.
2: I will. Um.
1: That that, sounds, sounds that sounded very weird. That did sound Don't weird. Don't look at it that way. I didn't mean it that He's way. He's not going to but... look at it that way. So go on.
0: Do you think... <laughs> That. Thanks for letting me bitch that, by the way. No, and we absolutely. loved it. Are you kidding me? I'm I was going to ask you I'm not, I'm not complaining. Right. I'm being, I, I, I want to know the answer. I would love for one of those two to call me and tell me. You know what the safe answer is? It's safe with all jobs. Walmart, Macy's, Kmart. <sighs> Barry, we just don't have a place for you. Right. It's safe because you're a big company and I could fucking sue you. Well, a lot of the wrestling experts
2: feel that there's too much, too much nepotism in the WWE. I, I, again, I'm... I'm not so sure. My bigger question to you, coming off an injury like you came off of, Uh does the WWE owe former wrestlers,
0: you know, 401Ks, medical care, you know? I'm glad you said that. No. I'm going to tell you why in my eyes. Sure. Forget the 401K. Let's just go with the the insurance and the medical, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't think the NFL does that. I'm not sure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. NBA.
2: Well, they're unionized, so
0: yes. They, okay, they, they okay. have their own Okay, union so board. I stand corrected. Okay, and Tom Vince, Brady gets and Vince doesn't stadium. like unions. Yeah. I was there the day of that meeting. Somebody got fired for suggesting that. I don't want to say who because I like him. Wasn't
2: that Jesse Ventura?
0: He was one of them, but there's somebody else too. But anyway, this is how I look at it. Let's just say I make six figures a year. Instead of blowing it on elaborate houses and Lamborghinis, $700 bar tabs at 4 in the morning when you need to get up for a plane and you're the main event. And a girl named Sue. Yeah. Why don't you take that money and buy some insurance for yourself? That's funny. Hmm. I'm I'm not involved. In, I got insurance. Uh, you could get elite insurance, like Lord Lloyd's of London. Uh, Kurt Henning did it. Um, I think Ted DiBiase did it, but... What I'm getting at is, you can't buy insurance now. Someone insure you, you're a pro wrestler, but there's got to be somebody out there that will take care of certain bills and and what have you. So I don't feel they owe anything unless it was a union. Then it's a different story. But the bottom line is, nobody's twisting your arm to be a pro wrestler. So quit. Oh, I took all. all of a sudden, you were on the road making big money, and you're you're happy as shit. You're the main event. But then you're out of the business and you're knocking Vince. Oh, I had to work ten shots in a row. And oh, give me a fucking break. Are you
2: serious? This is coming from I'll take ten
0: shots in a row. A lifetime
2: professional wrestler who actually broke his neck in the ring saying go. this. Someone that there legitimately would have a gripe if you thought it was the case.
0: I want to do this. I knew what I was getting into. Now I protected my body to a point certain things did happen by accident some were on purpose shoot or something you got to defend yourself give a receipt or or whatever it does happen you're working hard but don't be a mark like you don't need to come off the top of the of the of the building in in, in uh Tuscaloosa Alabama in front of 200 people yeah. Granted, I did work the same as and I have worked in front of 10 people or 10,000 or 100,000 sure. you want to put 100% in there Because they'll they'll respect you, too. But you could change it up. You don't need to fly off. You don't need to to drop off. Right. You don't. You'll get the same with a good arm bar or a drop toe hold or a leapfrog. Reverse my hip toss. I'll drop an elbow. You'll move. I'll arm drag you. Drop kick. Slam. Take a powder. Mm -hmm. You will get results. I promise you. Especially if it's done right. If it's done section bumping, I call it, and half ass, you're going to get fucking booed.
2: All right, Barry. Last question: What did
0: Barry Horowitz mean to professional wrestling? Oh, I don't. I I want to say that what you said, which I uh, thank you again, both of you guys. Just that I don't know that I was respected, and um, I never, you know, I never caused trouble. I wasn't afraid. It was my dream and passion since I'm 15, and I just wanted to do well. I really, the end of this dream was to retire like these other guys. I just didn't make that money. I mean, I made money, and I saved it, and I did well. I have things and traveled the world that I would have never did being a nutritionist. There's no way. Mm -hmm. But, and I'm not being greedy, I think I deserved more. Or after my run in 97 with Skip, you couldn't keep me on one more friggin' year as a babe underneath Babyface, or another little push—you couldn't try it out. You couldn't do me that favor. Mm. But you'll do jackoffs that have broken rules, messed with girls, did drugs, did stupid shit, and you'll give them it all because they put asses in the seats. Yeah. So you could be—you could be a monster rapist. Well, he sold out Madison Square. Garden. Book him again. He can't work. Book him again. What? I'm sorry. To a point that's ludicrous. Mm. And it don't deserve a pat on the back. Well, we're gonna give
2: you a pat on the back because this was an incredible interview and it's our honor to have you on the show. And for being a guest, our sponsor, Good Fucking Wine, would like to offer you a Is that the name of of it? That is the name name of it. it. Sir, Good Fucking Wine. Good fucking (laughs) So. And it's good fucking <laughs> wine, yeah, exactly. It's really good imagine fucking imagine wine. That? It's good fucking wine. <laughs> it's, it's bad right. fucking wine.
1: Just like what the bottle says. All right. It's good All right. Well, wine. We, want to,
2: we want to thank Barry Horowitz, and we want to thank all our guests that came in. Tommy Absolutely. Rich, Marty Jannetty. I got to gotta give
0: a shout out to Tommy Rich. Just give a shout out. I love out. his southern accent, and <laughs> Tommy's great. funny as hell. By the way, he ribbed me in Charlotte, North Carolina, working for Crockett. I told him like 20 years later, because then I wasn't scared no more. Right, well, I, was I was green. I was green. I'll never <laughs> forget that as long as I live. Well,
2: I gotta tell you, what sir, you hit a home run. This was one incredible interview. You are the man.
0: You're the man. You're uh, both the men. Well, thank well, you. So better. you give a double pat. All
2: right, let's do it. Oh yeah.
0: All
2: right, this has been Long Island's number one thank pro wrestler and broadcast, thank you. Monty DeFaro. We're going to thank again WWE Superstar, WCW Superstar. This man is not enhancement enhancement challenge uh, talent. <laughs> it's easy for late. you to say. Holy cow. <laughs> Mentally
1: challenged. This guy <laughs>
2: is a stud and everybody knows who barry horowitz is and if you're a fan like we are we knew who barry horowitz is and he is a hero of ours so once again thank you for joining us we'll see you you next thursday this has been long island's number one pro wrestler
1: broadcast i'm mike this is the pharaoh and technically speaking nighty night oh technically